today to the Doppler Effect. Uh, we're very excited to have you and really looking forward to having this conversation on what Kellognizes and what does it mean to be Kellognized for being here. Thanks for coming, guys. And thanks for having Great us. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah, pretty, uh, pretty spicy topic we got here. Pretty spicy topic for pretty spicy people, so um, yeah. let me get started. Uh, so what are you guys, you guys came up with this topic, what, what are your thoughts, like what does it come to your mind when you think Kellogg Nice? So it's funny because like Jess and I talked about wanting to do this podcast on Kellogg Nice and then two days ago we were like, holy cow, like what are we actually mad about? What is Kellogg Nice to even know? We just have this like visceral feeling about it. So we actually went and like asked a few people what they think Kellogg Nice is and here are some of the examples we got. Not being able to speak your mind because you're worried about offending somebody else. Being compelled to prioritize personal relationships and people's feelings over honest feedback. And I think it all just boils down to just straight up being untruthful and just kind of like being shady, but in a nice way. And to kind of just get a little deeper into it like what you described i agree with it sounds like putting it in plain terms like a fake person what is the kellogg aspect of it so okay so the the kellogg aspect of this it's it's tricky because like this school has a reputation a brand everyone i feel like is pretty outgoing people make friends really fast all that's good stuff there's also the other side of we're all like professionals to some degree so there's like a baseline level of respect so as much as you wanted to speak your mind all the time you, you gotta rein it in right so we're not saying like, i don't think jess and i are sitting here advocating being like say whatever you feel to anyone because <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not a, <laughs> yeah that, that can go south pretty quick but you know i think it just has to do with like we were talking about how it's almost like kellogg flakiness is the bigger issue than just like being nice it's just kind of like telling people, like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's a great idea. Like, I'm in. And then, you know, kind of waiting for a better offer. Not really planting your flag in the ground on any one thing. And I think it is a Kellogg thing more so because you're all put in this manufactured environment for two years and you spend 12 hours a day together in one building and you all have, a lot of people have similar interests around socializing and traveling and um it creates this environment where uh if that's kind of not uh what you're saying yes to i think or and you're maybe giving someone real feedback that you don't want to do that then it's worried that you're going to miss out and kind of leading to the kellogg flakiness that chris talked about so do you feel like and, and you guys both talked about like how the environment kind of plays into it and facilitates this flakiness and this fake niceness. But do you feel like people on the whole, Kellogg, the Kellogg population on the whole was like this before coming to Kellogg? In some respects, you know, people are just like this in the world a lot. And people don't give honest feedback a lot of the time in work or personal relationships because um, 
they don't see that, you know, it's not taught to be prior. It's not something that's valued in that. Um, so I think that's hard to say. I think uh, one of the unique things about Kellogg is like you make very close friends very fast. And there's almost this like impetus to do that and continue doing that. So like a bad way to make friends fast is to like speak your mind and give them honest feedback. Like, you know, Hey, maybe you shouldn't have raised your hand on a topic you know nothing about in strategy class. <laughs> like that's, that's reality, right? Like, yeah. That's not going to win any friends. No, Table but, stakes. And, but I also think that the, the quickness in which you make friends is very important, but also like how true and how like real these friends are. I feel like at least for me, I can make friends with people that can give me that honest feedback that can, Tell me, dude, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. But with that honesty, I think like real relationships can get started. Totally. So if you're you're saying like if everyone actually was just honest and upfront at the beginning, does it just create more clicks faster and more divisions? I think that's fair. But then um, it becomes hard to break out of the routine where a lot of your conversations and your relationships revolve around this nice aspect and i think also with comes with that comes like a lot of very just topical conversations about what's happening in kellogg and rather than like kind of helping to form those deeper relationships and talk about real personal things Mm -hmm. that um kind of would come with that criticism yeah i think you're like a thousand percent right gabrielle like the people i'm closest with at kellogg would give me very honest, real feedback, and I would do the same to them. And it's almost like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, is it because you're close that you feel like you can give feedback, or is it because you're just like a real person? People are like are drawn to you. I don't know. That's a real question. So, like, maybe not. Maybe if everybody was just honest, you know, there would be less clicks. And, and do you guys think um, other? I mean, on top of relationships, does this attitude or this um, fakeness as we calling it does it permeate throughout Kellogg or is it just like a personal thing or is it also the activities and like is it part of the culture at Kellogg where is the Kellogg nice coming from and how much energy do you spend on it I'm always being Kellogg nice (laughs) (laughs) this is your chance not to be I'm just kidding we we should probably preface this by saying like maybe Jess and I aren't always like the best spokespeople for not being Kellogg nice (laughs) and like yeah this is not like uh this is like a do as we say not as we do kind of thing I mean I think it manifests itself in a lot of different ways like definitely in academics like you know, oh, and to build on that point, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, all right. Keep building. Man. Yeah, why are yeah. we building? Why can't we ever have, like, dissensions? Destroy. You can't have 70 people in a class that, like, you know, you're talking about something that there's objectively two sides to, and everyone just agrees. And That's, builds on that. And builds on Yeah, there's so, there's so much agreement, yeah. you're just building the whole time. Yeah, but I also think that that, to play devil's advocate, I don't think that's a good idea when someone says something that's blatantly wrong but then you end up with you know a culture like maybe some other business schools where it's notorious for you just rip each other apart in the classroom. <laughs> and I don't I don't necessarily think that that's it's different. I don't know if it's better. What, what do you the? guys think about that? Like as the alternative. And I think there's a fine line yeah. that um I don't know if any business school successfully <clears throat> walks. I think there's a difference too between just being nice and being Kellogg nice. Yeah. Like I think in recruiting, like the pay it forward culture with the second years and first years, that's a great example of just like 
what Kellogg does really well. I think it's interesting because a lot of the time, the place that we hear Kellogg nice for the first time, at least that I did, was in the classroom from, like, I don't know who it was, saying, like, don't be afraid to, like, you know, speak, like, and debate with your classmates. But I think uh, now I often think of Kellogg nice more in, like, a social context. Same. And it's just interesting that... Chris brought up the great point that if they never said that Kellogg Nice was a thing, would people talk about it? Would it be a thing? Or is it actually just a construct Mm. a little bit that they put in our minds and now we talk about and we think and we feel like we have to act on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Bernie Banks brings it up, right? During he Sam. brought it up during Sam. He's okay. the one that's like, oh, there's Minnesota nice, and that's like Kellogg nice. Like, <laughs> there's, you know, smile to your face, stab you in the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's dark. It's interesting because the word nice is so bland. It's like you never want to be described as like, oh, they're a nice guy. Like, imagine that's the only takeaway someone had after meeting you. Like, oh... Chris is a nice guy. I'd be like, well, yeah, like that, that's like, (laughs) and, and what you both were describing in terms of like, you know, like giving back and whatnot, I feel like that's kindness, that's compassion, that's empathy. And nice is very different. Nice is bland. Nice is in both social settings and academic settings. And I feel like what that to the face blindness leads to is nobody's going to say anything to you, to your face in a social setting, like if you're or whatever, like, but then they'll go behind your back and they'll bitch about it to anyone that's going to give you an ear. And I've heard a lot of people bitch about the smallest things. And it's just like, dude, like this could have been such an easy conversation that you had with whoever you're talking about right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think like where you really see like the ugly side of Kellogg Nice is kind of the, the social side, like Jess was alluding to earlier. I think that just boils down to like, saying yes to something and then just not feeling like you have to honor your own commitment and that's like almost a more interesting topic and probably more fixable to be honest yeah but it's like what incentive do people have to like plan stuff like that none none right and it's a miracle that it actually happens like you know year after year i think oktoberfest was pretty smooth but even that it's like you don't know who's gonna go because there's so many like tickets flying around and and I still I just, love that you brought your family to Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they, they crushed it. Uh, so. And I mean, why do we feel like people at Kellogg for the group, what I'm trying to understand is, is this just as people get older, they don't feel the need to honor their commitments? Is it people in business school? Is it people our age? Or is it a Kellogg thing? Because based on, you know, like friends in the real world, I don't really feel like it's a Kellogg thing and so do you think I think it's worse here because there's more options to choose from and things going on every day that you can have the option to opt in or opt out definitely a a numbers game like it's overwhelming the amount of options events between social academics recruiting and whatever you want to put in your life there's a a the sheer number of events is very big and then from those, at the, the moment we get the invite or we know about the event and the actual time of the event, I almost feel like there's two Gabriels deciding, like, <laughs> facing them. When I, say, I sign up for something in November 9th, uh, I say, yes, great, it's going to be a great Tuesday night. But then comes that day, it's Tuesday afternoon, I'm destroyed from a 
impromptu weekend that I have, or I have a lot of homework, or I just simply don't want to see people, it's very cheap to say no to the event. Like, the social cost of not going to the event is honestly not that much, because the events are usually very, very big. But I think, like, it's funny to your point that if there's low social cost to not, to, you know, just not showing up, but this is, like, literally, like, tragedy in the commons. Like, everyone thinks that way, nobody shows up to something, and then that thing might never happen again, and the people that planned it feel terrible. True. So, but I think that because we are the people, and when I say we, is the brother Cal community, and every amazing person that plans every little thing, the fact that we plan it makes that social cost not negligible. And so, you understand that if someone put the time into do it, and if you don't, if you don't go, you have to be okay with it. When you organize something and people don't show up, you cannot bitch about that. No. So as long as you keep fair that like check balance or whatever we want to call it i think it's uh, but it's it's funny because since we're talking about kellogg flakiness now um there are like two components to it one is saying yes to things that you're not sure whether or not you'll go and then the other is actually canceling it's to me it's like the kellogg nice aspect of it is the saying yes part not even the canceling it's like you say yes to a bunch of things you know you're probably not going to go to all of them you're saying yes because they're making you like there's this hype about it eight months in advance and it's like i don't know what i'm going to be doing there but like (laughs) everyone's doing it so i'll do it but then nobody like it's it's just like this cyclical thing and i feel like it's more so this hurting towards yes i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this then canceling when like life inevitably happens and then taking everything you guys said into account like the social cost and all of that that's super valid but for me it's almost the kellogg nice aspect of it is not being able to say no up front it's not up front and, and there's a lot of build-up to all of these events and being part of the build-up i think is something by saying yes you're being part of if you say no from the get-go you're not including to any of yeah. the planning or pregame or postgame or pictures or whatever you want to do of these events. And as Jess mentioned, these events are part of the culture. And I think it's in our own right to say if you opt in or opt out mm-hmm. of them and actually carrying through. And if you carry through, a lot of them can be very rewarding, which makes you, I think, think more about your commitments and that kind of nice about just saying yes in yeah. the beginning fades away a little bit. Yeah. There are other kind of glaring examples of Kellogg nice. What I liked about the recruiting and the Kellogg niceness about it was that <laughs> people uh, at least show a mild interest in what you're recruiting in, even if they're like you're completely off of their radar and you're doing banking and I'm doing a small agricultural startup in South Africa. We have nothing to talk about regarding recruiting. <laughs> we have a different experience, different goals, different whatever. But like people here, you, you ask, like, I think that niceness of just like asking what the other person, if you're actually listening to, I like that. You can tell when someone is just asking you and not, not listening, listening to you, and yeah. you're like, dude, then why, why bother? Like, just let's just keep on. Oh, I feel like I'm guilty of that all the time, though. <laughs> where it's just like, and like that's another aspect of it for me. It's like where you're expected to ask these things. <laughs> and none of the conversations were meaningful. No, 
It's the same three-minute conversation where you don't talk about anything and you forget it 30 seconds after. It's like you saw it on Instagram Live. And my question is, do any of those, have any of those conversations, the three-minute hub conversations led to deeper relationships or has it been conversations outside of that when you think of your close friends? When I think of my close friends, the, I wouldn't think, like, I don't think that those people... Like, that, that's how I made my close friends. It's only when we have one of those conversations and someone else says to me, I'm really tired of this conversation. Can we just get dinner next week? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only occasion. <laughs> Watch people stop saying hi to us after we release this episode. <laughs> but on another note, I hate small talk, and I've gotten really good at it, yeah. which is actually just, like, not a bad thing for every day. Not life. at all, yeah. It's a good skill. It's a yeah. great skill. Yeah. Great skill. Sh- should we do, Should we do like, shout-outs for people that aren't Kellogg nice? <laughs> oh, for just sure. Because like, they're awesome. Yes, can oh, yeah, I got one. All right, shout out to Emily Futterman for not being Kellogg. Nice, <laughs> nice. she's the best. True. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like everyone's a little bit Kellogg nice sometime. Shout out for Randy to Randy for not being Kellogg nice in class. Hell yes. <laughs> Going forward, once you leave Kellogg, do you think these wears off quickly? Do you think some of it sticks on with you? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm a more bitter person this year than I was last year after ten weeks in banking. Yeah. Yeah, I think like working a shitty job like changes you. Yeah. For sure. But the but did you feel like when you were outside of the hub and let's call it hub the entire Kellogg atmosphere, um, outside, does the Kellogg nice thing wears out? Does it stick a little bit? Are you nicer like you show this nice face to people or you just become what your environment demands from you to become? among interns because those were the people I hung out with this summer like that didn't go to Kellogg they were much less likely to do the part about feeling like they had to say yes up front and I think that that maybe they were less Kellogg nice in that respect but less and also less flaky yeah I, mean, I think you've really got to move away from it, especially if you're going to work in like client services. Like if you can't stand up to a staffer or, you know, to a manager, that's going to just, you know, really extract a lot of value, <laughs> crush you essentially. Like. Okay, cool. Moving. So moving forward for all of us while we're still at Kellogg, what are like some small things that steps that we could take that would maybe change Kellogg nice and, and or maybe make us less Kellogg nice or make us more Kellogg kind or compassionate? Like what are steps that you think we could all take? I mean, this can sound super cheesy, but like honestly hitting people up for feedback because like it's hard to know when you're comfortable enough with someone to actually like be honest with them. But if someone asks you like, Hey, like, was that a stupid thing I said today? Or like, hey, like, am I doing a good job at this club role? Mm-hmm. Like, that's an invitation, to be honest. So yeah. maybe doing more of that. Yeah, I think on that point, setting the expectation in your relationships that, like, honest feedback should be part of it. And I also think just, like, don't say yes to things that you had never have an intention of going to. Like, totally. trying to be on a soapbox, I'm certainly not the candidate for this. <laughs> but, yeah, just actually think about what you're going to say yes to. And, you know, if you say, 
hey, maybe or probably not, like, that's that's okay. You can do that. We're all adults and we have to have boundaries. Yeah, and if something seems cool and you think it's cool, sign up and stick to it, like, regardless of who else goes, because, like, you might just meet somebody else that's yes. pretty cool and has a shared interest. Like, not yeah. the worst thing in the world. Bring your honest opinion to class, to your conversations, to your social life, to your even to your recruiting. Be very like comfortable in saying whatever you think because that's how people perceive you. It's very easy to read when someone's bluffing. And if someone in class just says something that you were going to say, you don't need to say it, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to say it again. I think, yeah, overall, just be you, be respectful, be respectful of people's times efforts interests but at the same time like you don't have to mold yourself for every single interaction you're with thank you guys i think we are all good thanks okay. for having us thanks for coming on guys great this was a great conversation nice. yeah this is fun <laughs> hopefully no one listens to this <laughs> please keep saying hi to us we we like our conversations I'm just gonna turn yeah. off Chris Mike. <laughs>